Black Oni. You're now listening to the Black Oni Podcast. to another exciting episode of the Black Oni Podcast. I am your host, Will Black Oni Wiggins, and I am joined today by three awesome people that we have gathered today to talk gaming, to talk life, to talk about all the good stuff in between. So, we're going to start with the person who is on my right over here, uh, Mr. KK Asopis. Oh, it's me? Cool. I didn't know where I was on your screen, but (laughs) hey, what's going on? Yes, and for people who are listening at home as opposed to watching... Um, where can people go to check out some more of your lovely face? Uh, not really anywhere. I kind of just hang out here. So, yeah, <laughs> that's it. I'm boring. <laughs> but you can find him on uh, Twitter, um, and you can find him on Instagram and uh, Twitch. He hasn't been streaming that much, but uh, it's still there, and he actually has some stuff that were archived that were pretty awesome. So go check that stuff out. Do us that yeah. that lovely favor. He is uh, at KK Osaurus. Next, we have below me, Mister Dream Manifested. What's going on, everybody? Yeah, where can people go to get more of you, your lovely face? Well, I am Dream Manifested in all ways possible. So, Instagram, Twitter, what's the other one? YouTube. Twitch. There are no other ones. There are no other ones. Just those two. But yeah, pretty much everything that's. Social media or streaming-wise, it's all Dream Manifested, so you can check me out there. Mm. And we have on my bottom left, whoops, well, the other way, bottom right, <laughs> I, I, I can't English today. It's hard. Um, we have, it is difficult. It's so difficult. Uh, we have DJ Ick Rush. Ick R- R- yeah, and where can people go? <clears throat> ICARU5H at everything. More that lovely face with the Ica rough. <laughs> the Ica rough face. With the Ica rush name. There you go. R- rough, rough H. That's it. Um, and you guys already know you're here at uh, Black Oni, twitch.tv slash Black Oni. We do these podcasts live, and then we also archive it on YouTube and iTunes so that people who aren't there live can have an opportunity to listen to the podcast. Uh, wherever they may be. So there's a bunch of other podcasting apps that are out there that people can tune into. Um, so the very first thing we'll talk about, uh, we have, before we even get into our uh, uh, icebreaker, breaker, breaker, is uh, I want to give a shout out to Sam Taylor for putting together the podcast agenda. Um, it can be pretty time consuming to try to find the, the right stuff to talk about and figure out how it's all going to work out in addition to all the other stuff going on so huge shout out to sam for doing that um it's been really helpful thanks sam mm-hmm. um and this is a really interesting question because we're at a really weird place in kind of civilization as a whole where people when they get upset about something tend to do things that are pretty um unreasonable Hey, JC Mac 120. Yo, we're going to give a shout out to JC Mac because he just tuned yeah, in. Yeah. He has been consistently modding in the chat, even if he doesn't really have the time to do it. I don't know how 
he does it, but he does. He comes in into my streams and he's, he's modding and making sure no one's being disruptive, which, you know, honestly, I've been very happy that that hasn't really been a thing. So um, he's just been coming by and showing a lot of love to our group. Um, so we got to give a, a huge shout to JC Mac as well. But um, the question that I wanted to pose to you guys today was what was one game that you received the most hate mail playing? So it doesn't have to be mail. It could just be a message or or rage from other players. Uh, what is the one game that you remember like receiving just like way more aggression? <clears throat> Who's going? I mean Uh I got I got very simple. Two K. I get so much hate for it. Yeah, because like I'm mainly like blasting ignorant ass music at the same time and playing with a whole bunch of people who talk shit in like gobs of uh of you know insults at people at at one time um wait that was you like you insulting people uh you know there's a little (laughs) bit of that there's a little bit of the other way look if you don't know how to play get the fuck off the court that's all i'm saying because you're gonna get smacked up but uh yeah either way and uh i get i get a little bit of hate playing that and especially when i'm when i'm blasting music and i'm getting ignorant with people but yeah that's about that's about the worst i get so what you're saying is you bring it on yourself i do (laughs) uh a little bit yeah Uh, but yeah 2k is you know 2k so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i assume most of the hate related to mail is him talking shit to everybody about how he's gonna whoop their ass in fighting games and I proceed, and I do, but I don't really receive hate. I'll say most of my hate comes from my friends, and the most recent time was me streaming uh, Mass Effect. Like they're not really, they're not really into the Mass Effect. <laughs> type of at least watching wise, they were just ready to see some stuff blown up. And while there's plenty of that in Mass Effect, like if you missed that part, like because there was some of that in my stream, if you missed that part. You gotta wait maybe 15, 20 minutes because there's some story. They gotta go first. Oh, yeah, but you maybe get to see like Naked Blue Lady. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? This is true. That's totally true. Right. don't know how to play his cards like that. Shoot. I get all of them. I mean, to be fair, you don't really have to play your cards very hard for the Blue Ladies. <laughs> or, uh, Usually not. In it, no, in any of them. Hey, baby, what that mouth do? That's that's she, it. And if she was green, she would die. Come on, huh? If she was green, she would die. <laughs> what? Oh, so now you don't remember the song? No. I'm blue. If I was green, I would die. Oh, oh god damn it! That's what he says. This is what. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we gonna go with because it fits. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> KKosaurus, what you got? Um, I don't know. Most games I play, I, I like only talk with my friends. Like, I think that like global chat is slowly disappearing. Uh, so the last time I really remember getting any weird hate was probably like Uncharted 3, where I always got paired against like 12 year olds all the time. <laughs> all the 12 year olds uh, just wanted to hang out with you, man. That's all they wanted. No, they mostly just wanted to yell slurs, and that, that's pretty much all that happened. That's accurate, actually. You're not yeah. wrong. Yeah. Usually slurs that don't pertain to you. <laughs> right. Usually slurs that don't pertain to anyone, just strange, kind of ignorant things to yell. Just a series of words together that are just not even a thing. You come basket. Pretty much. <laughs> That's basically what you hear most. Bro, of I got the time. best. I got the best twelve-year-old insults. <laughs> I do too. I'm Yo, 
booger face, cum nose, twat waffle. <laughs> What? I'm telling you, man. Right. Twaffle. Twaffle? Twaffle? No, twaffle. Oh, right. Okay. It's a twaffle house. It's a twaffle. It's the twaffle house. <laughs> Stupid. That's that low grade. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, uh, I think the most kind of hate mail I've gotten was probably Call of Duty, like any of the Call of Duty games. Um, yeah. And I'm not like insanely good at Call of Duty. Like I'm pretty decent. But people just get really salty when you beat them badly in that game. Like, really salty. Like, impressively. I didn't know people could get that mad. And I, I get mad playing stuff. Like, I get it. But, come on. Is it like a... Ask him about Bastion and watch him go. Fuck that motherfucker. Hey, I fucking... God fucking damn it. See? I hate him. I hate him. He, like... He, he brings out... Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, we lost your mail. See, that's what that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you bring out Bastion. That's what happens when you bring People out Bastion. Lose. But look at how cute he is. Nah, so man. cute. He is pretty. With his little bird. I mean, the, little, the little mini little TV version is cute. But like, I, I still, I still hate him. Be cool if he could transform. I still think he's that would like be cool. The worst yeah. thing to happen to that game. Chibi turret. I still just want the cat with the jetpack. I also yeah. really want that. They need yeah. to make him. And Doomfist. Maybe Tuesday. Rumor says maybe, maybe Tuesday. Doomfist is the cat. <clears throat> Dude, it's better come back in this call like right now because it's messing up my interface. <laughs> uh oh. What do he do? He probably got cut. He probably pressed something by accident. Up. Well, there's that, but I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt and assuming that uh nah, he totally his internet that. his internet poo pooed. Come on, Jamal. Um, but yeah, I also I, would like to share on the Overwatch front that is oh my Reaper God. here. Oh my that God. is a cat Reaper. <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, well, I was laying in bed this morning. I may have spent like about four hours looking for phone wallpapers and finding other stupid stuff because that's usually what goals. I do when I'm not feeling well. That's amazing. Yeah, that's so good. Oh my God. I also found. A uh, guy who works for Riot Games and his DeviantArt page is amazing. I got that. Ooh, that's really good. I did like that. And you know, oh, I like that. Oh, those are so good. But you had a little glare. Go back to that. Go back to it. I want to see. I want to see. Yeah, there you go. You know, Ooh. you know how I, you know how I said. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually going to put it on the uh, beginning, the beginning things. Because Jamel. Yeah. Oh, he pressed the power strip. That's going to take like 30 seconds, 45 seconds to get back up. Just for that to get back up, not even to turn everything on. Sorry, we got a dumbass on our fucking stream. <laughs> Going back to that, what you were saying, I would think that the most hate that you got was from yourself playing Quake. That was the most embarrassed I think I've ever seen you in your 
You're just like, dude, I suck. I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. I suck. My bad. And I'm just like, oh my god, this dude is like pouring it on him. He's making himself feel worse than his record because his record's 2K. It was like zero. <laughs> we were like... Is this a thing? Am I supposed to do this? Am I supposed to shoot? Am I supposed to jump? It was too funny. I was like, this is the most hate he's ever had, and it's from himself. No, you were doing Yeah, it was... <laughs> you had like what one kill two kills baby oh i didn't see the seven to that's good yeah that's a good one i just saw the one where you were like where i was telling you to start jumping more before you shot and you were like having a little bit of trouble figuring out how to do everything coordinated there's like a, a rhythm that you're supposed to use while while like jumping and running, and you were kind of just like jumping and then landing and then shooting and then jumping and it was like you had to get it almost there. I think you could get back into that. I think you could get into that game. I don't know if I get back into it. You never were into it, but I think you could get into it. An auto host. I'm checking. Yeah, that I don't know. I don't know who's seeing that, but I'm yeah, no, pop over and see. It's legit. It's hot. Go up. Okay. Turn my auto host and switch. much uh a lot of player unknown battleground <coughs> um only the best right there uh it definitely um i've been playing mario kart 8 deluxe uh yeah. there we go uh been into zelda uh black wake is another one that's very good i highly recommend to people um if you liked the well, it's not even like that. It's like, it's basically, it's a, you get a pirate ship and then you have like seven, eight people. What are you doing? Did you put a hole in your shirt? He Anyways. just froze. And then he froze. <laughs> and that's a great pose for him to freeze in too. Just load it. What is that? Uh, right? Even. He's totally out of it again. Oh, there he is. All right, here we go. Uh, right here, it just takes a like the, the box for... Xfinity now, as you know, is huge as shit. It's mad big. So it takes forever for it to reboot itself. Oh, the <laughs> whole power ship, so even your internet was out. God damn. Yeah. yeah. He, that sounds about right. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah. So, Player Unknown, uh, Black Wake. Uh, highly recommend Black Wake. If you don't know what Black Wake is, it's a, it's just pirates versus uh, uh, colonials, I guess. And you just have to do like eight people on a ship. Everybody's got a different function. 
um, Captain's pretty, you know, has to be communicating and shit. But it's pretty cool. If uh, you have a PC that can run, you know, high-end high uh, graphic games, then I highly recommend it. Uh, it's kind of like Guns of Icarus, if anybody's played that. But, uh, yeah, so Black Wake, uh, Zelda, Mario Kart, 2K. I played Guns of Icarus. Persona. <laughs> Persona. <laughs> you did play it. No, you didn't play Guns with me. That was a good game, though. Nah, I'm just, uh, <laughs> just being silly. Um, but yeah, that's been my, my selection of games I've been going hard on. Nice. What about you, Dream Manifested? Shoot, what have I been playing? I've been playing Tekken Tag. Of course. Because I got to make sure my Naturally. thumbs and fingers are ready for Tekken 6 June 2nd, or Tekken 7 June 2nd, excuse me. You better, you better update your, your internet. <laughs> better hit the, hit the time machine, boy. And I really just been playing that. Still playing Siege, you know, rank mode, quest to get the diamond. Uh, so tell me that, a little bit about Siege. I haven't played in a little while, but I feel Siege. like I want to get back into it. Well, I mean, Siege is good. Siege is actually, um, they're actually really good about making sure they do updates. So, you know, first season they released uh, so many number of operatives or whatever to use. Um, this most recent time, though, they pushed that back to actually roll out patchwork so that they could fix any bugs they have. And a lot of people were up in arms about that. Yeah, the bugs have I, just been ridiculous, so that's why. Yeah. There's yeah. been the only thing that we really experienced, like, that was the most annoying was when uh, there was one where people were experiencing, like, a black screen when they play. Mm-hmm. And so that was annoying. But that's really, the, that's really the main thing that we've experienced. Anything else is like, eh, mm-hmm. it's on the internet. We're kind of, you know, you expect a little bit of foolishness every now and then. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I, I, I like Siege. Siege is great, especially when you have a team to play with. People that are actually going to talk and communicate. Yeah, that's a thing. You got to have that's that. That's a big thing. Yeah. Because some people, a lot of people will go on there and not talk. Or if they do talk, like, I was actually watching another streamer um, playing and... She went into, I think it was a ranked match, but she didn't have a party. She was waiting for people to get on, so she got into a party. And it was literally like a room full of eight-year-olds just like yelling in each other's ears. And she had the most patience I've ever seen a person, a streamer have. She was just like, oh, it's okay. Go this way. Let's do this. She was like their mom. I was just like, what is happening? How are you you this (laughs) like calm when these, these like children screaming in our ears? Exactly, exactly. So speaking wise, like just to talk about the difference between Siege and maybe like a Call of Duty, you know, like in Call of Duty, it's very repetitive. Oh, blue, blue building, blue building. Like, you know, Siege is like, there's like, okay, they up in this corner. All right, cool. What you, how y'all want to do, what y'all want to do. Now, I mean, that's a lot of like, we're not as tactical as maybe like a real team. We don't synchronize doors and then window explosions. See, that's how, that's why you fuck up. Two, one, no, 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 breach, no. breach, breach, breach. We, we be whipping that ass now. Don't, don't get it twisted. But are you going to be streaming that? That's the real question. No, I stream there from time that. to time. Yeah, and then you stream, but you don't have anybody else's voice coming through. So you, all you hear no is... No one can else. hear anyone else talking. Yeah. yeah. yeah I know, it right. really depends yeah. on what platform, whether I stream through the Xbox or through my laptop or whatever have you. And like I said, right now, I'm trying to be out of here within the next month. So, mm-hmm. you know, be moving in with my homeboy, have a, a room and then a dedicated room for like an office to have the game and like a desk set up for productivity and streaming and such. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, things will be much more frequent and organized. And it's all about organization. Mm. I'm not organized right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know the feels. 
story of yeah, all of our lives at times. Right, KK Source. What you been playing? Uh, I've been playing kind of Overwatch because it's pretty much what I play with friends. But by friends, I pretty much just mean Alec because everybody else has moved on. Uh, and a ton of Persona. So I'm about to finish up Persona Five today, probably. Nice. Um, depending on how long the like secret final chapter is so it probably won't be today because it's always longer than you expect mm. uh but that game's phenomenal also can't stream it because it can't stream it uh you can't stream yeah. where you are yeah there's a there's a cap or whatever on i think it's the november november 11th is the last day you can stream on on the calendar of persona yeah and you can't stream from the playstation at all yeah oh yeah yeah that's right they did they blocked the whole thing still that's crazy. No, wait, did they change that? I thought they changed that. Nope. No screenshots, okay. no you sharing. Can, it's still it's still you can, you just had it they pushed the yeah, data it back. Yeah. Still wait. fuck them. Yeah. Fuck Atlas. Fuck yeah. you motherfuckers. I still appreciate it, so it's a great and game. It's still one of the, fuck still one of the best games. So Yeah, I heard nothing but great things about it. So I think I'm gonna eventually get around to doing it. I might I might just do it. I might just stream it anyway, even though I know it's not going to be good that I do it. I might just do it anyway because, you know, fuck that. Um, yeah. But I'm probably going to wait to get it, though, just because yeah, I have my backlog and everything else that's going on right now. I just got to probably not buy any more games for a little while. Man, I still got to get the latest Tales game in near. So, and that's definitely on the uh, back. I haven't even. Tales of Berseria is like 30 there. bucks on Amazon right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll give people at home the link to it so you guys can also check it out. It was mad cheap on the store too recently. Yeah? Yeah. PlayStation Store, yeah. Uh, it was like 40 bucks or something like that? Yeah, but like I, I still have unopened games from like Christmas that I haven't even touched. Yeah, no, so. I feel you. I have. I completely forgot. What? I have any. Different same day? It's Sunday. They can't do same day, but it's they definitely. Can't. Don't don't don't. If doubt you're around them. the corner from them, they can. Don't doubt their ability to get it to you same day. And clicky click this boy. Clickety click. Hmm. Well, the podcast hmm. the game. <laughs> so I just sent you guys an Amazon affiliate link. You can absolutely help the channel out if you want to click on that and buy it. Otherwise, you can always just buy it whenever you want. But thirty dollars for Tales of Berseria. I heard good stuff about the story. Um, so I'm, a lot of uh, people say that a lot of people said that this is the best one, actually. Yeah, the yeah. best tales. Yeah, interesting. That's awesome. Did yeah. you ever play um, Last Guardian's Tales of Legendia? Uh, yeah, but Last Guardian blows. <coughs> Does it? I have it. It sucks. <laughs> what, um, what sucks about it? It wasn't a game. I mean, it's, you got to be the. Shadow of the Colossus was a good game. This was not. I don't know. I don't really don't know how to explain it other than like the dog bird thing sucks dick. Like he's not smart at all. He's. A I mean, I kind of had a feeling when it got delayed for like an extra five years that it wasn't going to be very good. Yeah, well, there's that, right? It's always funny. You think the delay would make it better? Nah. <laughs> they at least would have worked on the fucking AI for the dog bird thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this thing sucks. He's constantly like, should I jump? Should I jump? And you're like, fucking jump already! I've been standing here for 20 fucking minutes! Yeah, I heard so about question that question I have, <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus, because I never did play that one, that's something that oh is... Oh my god, you're, you're... That is actually, like, there's combat in that game, right? Yeah. 
It's, it's and to my understanding, there's not a whole lot of content in Last Guardian, right? Uh, yes and no. So, like, what, what the hell was the first game called? Do you remember, Will? Eco. Yes. So, Eco was more of, like, a guidance-based game. You're just kind of dragging along this bitch to different platforms and shit. Mm-hmm. Shadow of the Colossus was 15 bosses. Nothing else. Just 15 bosses you had to kill. Figure okay. out how to kill. And then this game is kind of like a happy medium of both. Only thing is, is that, again, the AI doesn't play well. Yeah, it doesn't play well. That's the problem. Um, There is a little bit of action in it, in the fact that, like, the bird dog has to save you from things that are trying to take you. And I I, I don't remember what it is. It's something like you have uh, special powers and shit that the dog and you somehow, like, combine to, to make. And they try and take the shit from you that helps you, like, communicate with the dog. Um... They're weird statue dudes. They just grab you and then take you and try and, like, walk you over to this spot so they can kind of kill you, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, like, you just have to, like, struggle and get out of it. And that's how you, like, run away from them. But, yeah, the bird dog swipes them and knocks them off and shit and kills them. But yeah. Outside of that, it's, like, it's a lot of indirect combat. And, again, yeah. wildly overrated um, from the start. I don't. I never looked at that game and said this might be something. I always thought... It's the Shadow of the Colossus, you know, the next game from that guy. So I'm going to just ignore everything about it, and then hopefully it'll be good when I get it. Yeah. And that's kind of along the lines that I was going to go, only because, like, again, this is just a bunch of here say, oh, my God, Shadow of the Colossus is so great. So I said, shoot, I missed this one. Let me jump on this next one. Mm-hmm. And it was immediately met with, like, sad faces. I was like, oh, well, glad I saved that little $60. Right. <laughs> Do yourself a favor, play Shadow of the Colossus. It's, it's a thousand times better game. It's, Shadow of the Colossus it's, call of the day, huh? Okay. Yeah, it's an amazing and beautiful game. If you don't like it by the end of the first guy, I mean, then just just stop. But it's an amazing game. And, and if you get past that first boss and you don't love it, then you have no fucking soul. That's the <laughs> bottom line. Wow. Yeah, it will. I mean, think about it. Kev, have you played the damn game? Have Not you played years. Shadow of the Colossus? Alright, but but if you recall, there was amazing music, there was amazing graphics for the PS2. I think it was a PS2 yeah. game. Um, amazing graphics, amazing sound, amazing like lighting. Everything was just fucking way, like, I don't know, a, ahead of its time. I mean, no, the, the sure. game was very well done. For sure. And then there was that whole thing of, like, everybody had had this uh, had this thing where, like, they wanted to get all the way up to the top of the tower where the, where the god rays are coming down from that are talking to you in that game. And, like, people actually did it. And there's just, like, a Garden of Eden up top that nobody was supposed to get to. And it's just crazy, like, shit like that. People have literally scoured every inch of that game. And if you play it... And you'll realize that there's a lot of open space. Like that's where Zelda Breath of the Wild got its uh its formula from. Mm. Was from Shadow of the Colossus. Well, I believe it. That open space formula. Right. Right what on. So uh, we're going to transition into the rest of the podcast now that we've kind of it discussed uh, what we've been playing, and hopefully people at home have also been chiming into what they've been playing. If you're watching on YouTube, definitely leave some comments down below, and if you are. Uh, watching now on Twitch, uh, feel free to, to answer. We already got uh, Gravy Biscuits talking about Marvel Heroes Omega. Oh, man, I have that. Yeah. I forgot that I was playing that. 
Oh, that's funny. But yeah, people, people in the chat, feel free to, to put that in there. We'll also uh, address that and give you a little give you a little shout out there. Um, in terms of the uh, the kind of meat of today's podcast, it's kind of pertaining to some of the fighting game stuff because there's been a lot of news and interesting stuff going on with fighting games lately. Um, so, what keeps you in the fighting game? So. This pertains to whether it's presentation or story or a specific aspects of a gameplay, um, lasting appeal, appeal. What, what? You know, some of us have different experiences with fighting games than others. Uh, what's one of the things that keeps you coming back to a fighting game? Kev, uh, I like stories. I like a good story mode, um, especially when you can like when you've got a, a regular story and like an arcade mode with like different endings. And I'm also a sucker for collectibles. Give me a way to, to earn stuff as I play, and I will play forever. That's why I'm still playing Overwatch. Mm-hmm. I don't play uh, I don't play that to actually beat people. I play it because I want to see people dance, and I want new skins. <laughs> You're not wrong, dude. Like, I'm totally with you on that. Like, give people something to work towards that they like. They don't necessarily yeah. have to spend more money to do. Yeah. Uh, I'm totally with you. What about you, uh... Dream Manifested. Well, I mean, for the most part, the biggest thing that I care about in a fighting game is its mechanics. Mm-hmm. Um, I like there to be a degree of difficulty so that when I feel like, so that you feel a sense of mastery mm-hmm. and that I like there to be a skill gap. I like skill gap. Mm-hmm. I think there should be skill gap and I don't like when games, especially fighting games, try to appease the, the masses by removing the skill gap you know, of course, you want everybody to play, mm-hmm. but even still, like, so let's say, let's say, we'll take a Tekken, for instance, or a Guilty Gear, any Street Fighter. There are plenty. We'll take Street Fighter because that's one of the most well-known games as well. Uh, so if you take Street Fighter, you have people that don't play nearly on a level of uh, Evo, mm-hmm. but they still enjoy. They play around. <laughs> you know, you play with your friends, and everybody's doing throwing out Harokins and all that crap, and you have fun. Then you have the division from that to people who play competitively, and then even then you have competitive and then evil competitive. Mm-hmm. There are, however, certain games like Tekken, just to you know, uh, uh, <clears throat> to, to compare the two. Tekken is one of the most uh, the top selling fighting games that there are. There is, and I would say that there is a skill gap. However, I don't believe that most newcomers or the casual gamers enjoy Tekken as much as I would say a Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that. It's definitely one of the highest selling fighting games, and it's definitely not as it's weird though because there's so many people who have actually played Tekken at this point because it's been around for so long. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, still casuals who are just kind of picking the game up to have a little fun will get frustrated very easily. Very easily. Right. And it's funny though because there's a lot of people that I know. Mm-hmm. Or that that you know when I post something if I post something on Instagram they're like oh yeah I remember taking that was my jump back in Tekken three like yeah. Tekken three that's been so generation since then so Tekken four from right what was it that stopped you from playing Street Fighter lends itself uh, to like I said to the 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 couch aspect of friends over I think Tekken has that <clears throat> as well but if you were to take Street Fighter online versus Tekken online. Mm-hmm. It's much more likely 
and I know this will toot your horn, it'll make you happy, but it is much more likely <laughs> in second if you take it online that you really might not even be playing. You'll just be watching until the round is over. Yeah, that, that. that's what happened to me. That's literally most of the experiences <laughs> I've seen in Tekken Fair. 7. Fair. Or, tech, or not Tekken 7 specifically, just Tekken in general. Um, and I just... <clears throat> I feel like I have the ability to understand and conform to an aspect like that. Um, and like, I, I, I genuinely, we'll talk about this more too. Like I genuinely want to play Tekken seven. I want to play this game, but I know that aspect of the mechanics will frustrate the fuck out of me. Even if I get good at doing it myself, like I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Well, it's, it's not as bad this time around. Yeah. Um, I've noticed because they they removed the bound. So a lot of times, so the bound was when you hit um, an enemy with something that's a downward attack, they'll just bounce back up and you continue your carry chain or whatever. At this point, when you hit someone downward, you know, it's 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 knocks them flat. So you might get a, another one hit out of it, like just a low kick or something like that. But it's nothing that's going to continue your chain. There is a chain as far as like there's certain uh, attacks that you'll have where they'll kind of fly backwards and land on their back with their legs up, which just give you enough time to get over there. Mm-hmm. But like I said, there's no extra bound. And I think that's one of the reasons, maybe, that they're, if they are debating, because I, I have there's some people on Twitter <laughs> that I talk to regularly, like, I think Bruce is coming back. Blah, blah. But if there <laughs> is a debate, I think that if without bound, I think Bruce might be OP. I'm not going to lie. Bruce probably would be pretty OP if there is no bound. Yeah. Because his, his his outright carry is crazy anyway. It is crazy. It is crazy. I'm, I'm showing people at home Eliza, who I like very much because she has the horns. And she reminds me of the horny Oni concept. So I was just like, dude, oh. I love this. I thought, I thought it was the other thing. I mean... Which is rumored, by the way. It's it rumored. I haven't seen anything about it. If you guys don't know <laughs> what we're talking about, I could, I'm more than happy... <laughs> To say <laughs> what are y'all talking about? So apparently Eliza is uh, a vampire. Uh, so you're, you're seeing her on screen, and she has an ability to suck your blood. And no, 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 not what you're about to say. And rumor has it, <laughs> no, if you suck the opponent's blood, oh no, her boobs get bigger. I Fucking have the Japanese I, people. I've not seen proof <laughs> of this. But I'm intrigued. <laughs> but lucky Chloe couldn't make it though. though. Lucky Japanese. You said what? People. This can come through. Like Americans are like that, but they don't like Lucky Chloe. They don't like Lucky Chloe. That's why we're not getting Lucky Chloe. Are you serious? See, we probably is... could get it with download, but we can't. I don't think we're getting Lucky Chloe. At least unless that's changed. When uh, Tekken Seven was first announced, like I think this was last year. Um, yeah, there was a, a few articles saying that you know Harada or whatever his name is. We're not, we're not, we're not getting Lucky Chloe. Wow! Because so um, we're gonna, we're, there's, there's going to be a whole character that we don't get because people will outrage about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be damned. Uh, I'm not surprised. Like I get it. I'm surprised that. Uh, well, no, I'm not surprised by this. But um, when you said that. Tekken has less appeal than Street Fighter. It still kind of takes me back because Tekken, to me, has always been the superior fighting game. I agree. It's very surprising. I, I like Marvel versus Capcom better than both of them, but Tekken is definite. That's just a bias because I like superheroes. Um, yeah, but Tekken that- has always been my favorite, like 
straight up fighter. I think it, it ties it ties back to like the number. Like I'm not surprised by it. And again, like I totally understand why you would like Tekken more than Street Fighter. Like it's more tech. It's it's more tech technical. Yeah, um, it it's is. more technical, <laughs> and it's it's more it's more involved. Like it's it's an entire different plane that you're allowed to kind of explore. It's less it, about projectiles. It's more about you know in your face, you know, bouncing and juggling and like wall banging, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Sidestepping, yeah. Yes. Well, my favorite, right. my favorite um, characters, and put it, this puts it in, in in a little perspective for you guys. But my favorite characters were always like Eddie and Christy, and the fluidity of their combos and the way that just like how like they'll be doing one thing and it'll mesh into another thing. I don't know. That always like that was something that I never really got from Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was always it always felt a little bit too mechanical with Street Fighter, like. You're doing a Hadouken, and then you're doing an uppercut, and then you're doing a fucking spinny kick, and then you're doing, you know what I mean? Like, you're just trying to do as many different moves at once. Like, with Tekken, it always felt like there was a methodology to the fighting. Well, I'll say this, because I've been playing Street Fighter a lot. Um, It's really easy to see that on the surface, to say, you know, obviously, the the thing you want to do is try to do special moves, and that's pretty much the basis of what you're going to do, but... The thing with Street Fighter is it's it's more important to know and know how to do well your normals. Normals and regular combos that go into special moves are much more important in that game in the long run than actually just pulling off the the special moves, the Hadoukens, the Shoryukens. Like, sure, sure. Especially with the Shoryuken in, in Street Fighter Five, like if you do that, you keep doing it, you can get punished way harder than any other Street Fighter game. And that's you know, I think that's another reason why people like Street Fighter as a game more so than Tekken is that its mechanics are very simple to understand. Um, mm-hmm. But like, if yeah. you spend time like actually understanding the behind the scenes of it, then like it opens up entirely new possibilities for you. Whereas with Tekken, that's definitely true as well. Like you can just go through the game button mashing if you want, but your Especially options. Say that again. Especially with Eddie and Chrissy, the oh, capital. A hundred percent, hundred percent. But you're you're definitely. There's like you were saying, Jamil. There's a there's a huge skill gap for people who like really know what they're doing and people who kind of know what they're doing. Like even myself, like I'm pretty seasoned in fighting games. Like I I have a pretty good understanding of what I'm doing. But even that skill gap between that and like people who know every ten hit combo, mm-hmm. it's huge. Yeah. It's yeah. huge. Now, one thing I wanted to say before we move on to the next game is in terms of like the popularity between Street Fighter and Tekken. I would think that Street Fighter also has, or had at least, um, outside of the game itself, a wider reach, a wider reach in the West. For which one? Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. Yeah, right. Because mm-hmm. you know you had the Street Fighter movie with Jean Claude yeah, yeah, yeah. them in it. Terrible. Um, yeah, that was awful. Little cartoons and what? Yeah, cartoons exactly. and movies. Yeah. So they had a larger reach to get people interested, and then, like you said, just the simplicity of the of the the basic moves. Mm-hmm. And being able to pick it up and do that, but nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, one thing <clears throat> we have to shout out injustice because it just came out. Oh, we're definitely about to and, talk about that right now. Oh well, my bad. So go back a second though. Then if we're gonna talk about that in a minute, um, I always thought that I, I see. I don't. I don't understand how Street Fighter is the most popular because with that justification that you just said, Jamil. 
Mortal Kombat should be the biggest fucking fighter in the in in the in the United States. It's had. If you think so about it. It many... had the cartoon. It had the movies. It had the the action games. It had the. Uh, it had so many different things on top of just the fighting game. I can tell you why. Just right off the bat. Whoopsie. Mortal Kombat has had a lot of bad games, and in addition to that, their last Mortal Kombat X, for example, Street Fighter <clears> V <throat> when it came out had its own set of issues. Mortal Kombat, like, you literally couldn't play the game online without experiencing, like, straight-up Nightcrawler teleportation. Like, there was a time, like, for two months straight, it was like that. Yeah, I, don't, I got into it right after that. I was like, oh, it seems smooth to me. Oh, my God. Will was complaining about this shit for so long, and I'm, like, in I, here. Like, oh. I sold the game back. I never do that. Did you really? I legit never sell games back. It was so bad. I was just like, I can't have fun playing this game. But see, this is where you and you and Jamel, Will and Jamel, uh, this is good, this disparity, because I'm with Kev and what he said earlier, and that I love story modes. Me too. Um, and that's my big thing. Fuck, I got some watch ESPN app thing on my TV came up, I bet. Um, so random, I didn't even hit anything. Um, I am with Kev, because my big thing is, like, just... Putting Injustice 2 aside for a second, Injustice 1, Mortal Kombat, um, I, let's just focus on those two, had great stories to me. Street Fighter had a shit story to me. Five. Um, that wasn't really a story, though. But Are you talking about the uh, the little prelude stories, or are you talking about the actual story mode? Nah, the story that came out like eight months after the game was released. I uh, enjoyed it, but it wasn't groundbreaking. Yeah, I wasn't really all that into it. I wasn't into that. I wasn't in. I've never really been into the whole. Which it's fine. I understand that the dynamic about it is interesting. I guess. Um, but what like uh, Jamil was kind of briefly alluding to earlier with the whole um, uh, individual stories, or that might have been Kev that was saying that. But the individual stories, like Tekken, how you have like an individual story mm-hmm. for each of the characters. Mm-hmm. I always thought that those could have just been more. Um, it's sort of like with Twisted Metal, for instance, how <laughs> Twisted Metal, you're always like, some of those characters, you're like, oh, I wish this was like a full-length movie. Like Sweet Tooth, anything with Sweet Tooth was always like, dude, I wish this was a, st- a fucking movie. Like, this would have been crazy. But, um, you know, it's the same thing with Tekken. It's the same thing with, with Street Fighter. Those individual stories I've never been a huge fan of. Um, it would be nice to have something along the lines of what you guys were saying, which is if we have a story and we have those individual things, that would be great. But that's, I feel like that's asking a lot from them to create a full length story and then have individuals on top of it. That's, that might be too much money. It's a lot, but I think it's, I think it's doable, especially like fighting games. There's only really so much that you need to do in order to make the game. Like you get the mechanics down, you get the characters down, you do the polish and then you figure out what other content you could put in there. And, like, a game like Street Fighter Five could have easily done that, and they didn't. Like, they did, like, their prelude little concept art cutscenes before matches, and that was just terrible. Right. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. That was terrible. Um, but, you know, we, we have, you know, Injustice 2 we were just talking about. We have Tekken 7, Guilty Gear XR, Rev 2... Marvel Infinite on the horizon. We have all these fucking fighting games that are coming out that's, like, really exciting. Um, I want to ask you, Kev, if of all those games, because you mentioned before some of the things that keeps you in the fighting game, um, and one of those things was kind of, like, unlockable content and stuff to kind of keep you invested in in seeing more of what the game can do. 
Are there any of those games that we just listed that you're interested in? I mean, uh, I was interested in Injustice because the first one was pretty great, but mm-hmm. I then noticed that you need to pay like $100 to actually even get all the characters. Uh, uh, go ahead, continue. My bad. Uh, so, you know, uh, I immediately lost a bit of interest there. So mm-hmm. I'm still going to check it out. I'm probably <laughs> just going to wait until it's a bit cheaper. Because mm-hmm. uh, paying $60 for a game and then paying like for the DLC characters. Actually, more money to actually get. Well, DLC characters, but like a lot of day one DLC characters. Uh, yeah, like. I don't know. It'd be one thing if, if they seemed a little bit more niche. Um, so I don't know. It it also doesn't seem like there's much unlockable in-game. It seems like it's a lot of buy to unlock. Uh, so, I don't know. Uh, the Marvel one looks interesting. Um, I still need to see more, but mm-hmm. yeah. So I want to talk about Injustice 2. Go for <laughs> it. Alright, because um, I'm just, I was really excited about that game. I got it last Tuesday or Wednesday morning, and then I beat it in a day. Um, the story is awesome. Um, to dispel a little bit of what you're saying, Kev, um, there are unlockables in a way where there's like battle packs, or not battle packs, uh, what the th- what's the thing that goes into Cyborg? The, the mother box. Um, so they have like mother boxes that are kind of like uh, loot boxes and shit like that in Overwatch. That gets you different um, appearances, which is pretty fucking cool. Um, also, Darkseid is the only character that you have to pay for that um, out of the gate if you really want all of them. Personally, I'm not a huge fan of Darkseid in that game anyways, so I haven't even bought him. Um, you can also buy Brainiac, but if you just beat the story mode, you unlock him, so there's no point in doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the story mode, again, is fucking amazing. Um, that's the thing that I love about Injustice, and as you said, the first game was amazing. The mm-hmm. first game was fucking awesome for the story. It was, yeah, it was great. Second game is just as badass. Um, the things that I love about it more than anything are the fact that like uh, extra skins become story characters. So, like for instance, Flash and Reverse Flash have a fight, but Reverse Flash is just a skin for the for Flash. That's cool. So. Which is it, Jamail? It's better than the fucking show. That's all I'm gonna say. Reverse the Flash. So the, the game, the game fight between Flash and Reverse Flash is way better than what the show showed. Legit, it is so much better. It's fucking incredible. Like he just does some crazy shit to him. They they they've been fucking each other up like crazy in that. But um, yeah. So that's really cool. Like Cyborg has a different skin that turns out to be a story character called Grid, like which you can unlock with I don't know some fucking iPhone app or some shit. But um, but yeah, in the story, he's he's got a separate character that comes out of him called Grid, and it's pretty dope because like you know even him like the whole justification is he didn't have any thought process behind leaving Cyborg until he was separated from him and then he's like oh you're in or you're uh, obsolete so fuck you i'm gonna kill you and that's like basically how stuff like that happens in the game it's just really fucking cool the transitions and some of the stuff that you do like superman fighting supergirl in the story is pretty intense like batman versus superman is absolutely bonkers like just how the whole thing goes i mean i don't want to get into to- you know too much detail of the story because i really want people to like enjoy it um it's kind of one of those, like, you know how it's going to go. But um, 
for the most part, one of the coolest things was just Batman and Superman having conversations about, like, one specific thing was really crazy that doesn't ruin anything. There was a spot, or there was a moment where Batman and Superman are talking, and they're like, I miss the, or Batman says something like, I miss the old days when we used to be able to just talk to each other, and, oh no, he says, do you remember when you told me that Lois was pregnant? And then Superman's like, yeah, you knew before I even told you. And he goes, yeah, I miss those days. Those were simpler. And then Superman's like, yeah, me too. And then all of a sudden he just comes smack dab in Batman's face and punches the shit out of him. So it was just this crazy moment of just like, I don't know. Honestly, Injustice is a vastly superior uh, story to anything else that DC is putting out right now. And those type of moments, you're just like, dude, this is really fucking intense. Like... I Batman mean, having a fight with Superman in that moment and just Martha. that. Martha! Yeah, yeah, Martha! It was so much better than Martha. Martha! <laughs> so much better than Martha. Um, but yeah, that moment alone was just like, just the fact that like they had that sombering moment of like, oh shit, like these dudes had a history together. Mm-hmm. And then Superman's just like, yeah, no, but right back into it, I'm going to fucking kill you. And this is basically how the whole thing went down. So it's just, so we highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. But... I like Kev said. I would wait until it's about forty bucks because it'll be worth it at about forty. Yeah, I I want to get the ultimate edition of that because I got when that Starfire is coming to it, and I would love to play with Starfire because I think she's a really cool character. <laughs> um, <laughs> giggity. Which but, one is Starfire? Because you kept saying that, and I don't know who this character is at all. Starfire is Nightwing's girlfriend. Oh, okay, yeah, that's why I don't know her. Teen Titans. Did you ever them. watch the Teen Titans? I did, but I didn't really watch a lot of it. The old, old one, and I don't remember any of it. She was the one flying around shooting green lasers and punching people. Wait, oh no, that's Raven. I'm thinking of. Oh, okay, yeah, the one that's older and the new. No, the one that right? is the one that isn't Raven. The one yeah, that isn't yeah. Raven, right? The ginger. The ginger. Yeah. Oh, okay, so I didn't know that was her. All right, yeah. I got it now. Now I'm caught up. She's yeah, awesome. she is. I love her. Yeah, I got her coming. I guess Sub Zero and her and. Somebody else. Oh, that's the other thing. Um, Damien is Nightwing in this, so that's also pretty fucking cool. No, I thought Damien was Robin in that. Damien is Robin in that, and then Damien becomes Nightwing. Oh, okay. All yeah. right, cool. So, story mode is just bonkers. Spoilers. Yeah, spoiler it's not alert. really a spoiler because, like, he's Most the only one there. Stuff. He's the only one there. He's Damien never... is the is that that's it there is no other nightwing there's no dick grayson nothing that's, like that dick, is a dick spoiler <laughs> that's definitely a didn't, spoiler well, so, well if it was a spoiler it is now <laughs> no but isn't isn't dick dead from the first game i think dick dies in the first game i'm not I, like i'm not 100 percent, but i'm pretty sure he dies in the first game and damien was always the the main character for this one but yeah that's that was pretty fucking cool Tekken 7 may be game of the year, but Justice 2 may win it as far as popular. Yeah, man. People are really digging Injustice 2. Because um, the story's solid. Yeah, man. People do care about a story mode. Like, I was really shocked that Street Fighter V launched without a proper story mode. Like, I, again, I adore Street Fighter, but, like, I was dumbfounded by it. I was just like, how do you... How? Every other Street Fighter five Street Fighter game that came before this had at least some type of story mode. Or arcade mode. Or something to kind of get you invested in the characters. Like, what is this? 
but the fact that like they say it's coming and then it took them almost a year to put out like that's that's the part that annoys me the most is like because i remember you said right from the start i think or june so it It was months let's say let's give it benefit of the doubt it was still months plural oh yeah absolutely it was it was still one of those things where you're like this is crazy they're telling me it's it's an unfinished game and that it'll be ready in months from now Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's kind of unacceptable. That's the part that made me more upset about that game than anything. Well, I can appreciate, I can appreciate uh, Mortal Kombat, the most recent Mortal Kombat in uh, Injustice games off their graphics and story. Mm-hmm. But as a fighting game enthusiast, I would like to call myself. I can't really. I'm not really a fan too much of the mechanics. And at this point, like Marvel's Capcom has projectiles and such, but. It's just, I don't know what it is. It's just the style of the play of Marvel's Capcom versus versus these other two. Mm-hmm. It's just annoying. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it's just annoying in these two versus and more like you. It this is to be expected in this kind of stuff. So almost everybody has some sort of projectile in Marvel's Capcom, whereas yeah. it's not necessarily the same. And so there's you know if someone wants to play that projectile game with you in Marvel's Capcom. All right, fine. We just gonna be. We gonna both be on this on the outside of the screen, throwing stuff back and forth, whatever. But in this one, it's like, like Alien and Mortal Kombat. Oh my god, mm. Alien is he such is, hacks is ridiculous. Yo, he is ridiculous hacks between yeah. him and uh, Ed. Uh, not Ed. Ed Boone. <laughs> not Ed Boone. Uh, the, the cowboy. I forgot his name. Oh, Arrow Black. That's Arrow. my dude. Oh, though. Yeah. Both but of I don't characters play using the objectives though. Like I just, yeah. I don't play using the uh, projectiles though when I use him. You saw Silent Fox doing that work? What? Shoot, Arrow Black, and I do like um, Baracho. Mm. And see, I haven't There's played my that. friends because they do beat me in that. Mm-hmm. But that's because I'm still trying to like there. There, I will say there is an element to Marvel Combat where you can. Get you a nice little combo string going. Oh, yeah, and it's absolutely. freaking hard. It's hard. So they're like, yeah, won't you come on to play? I'll be like, look. Nah. <laughs> when, when I decide, I, when, you, when I ask you to play, you're not going to want to play then. Yeah, right. Yeah, Marvel versus Capcom is the worst for juggling. The worst. You're talking about watching a match. Like, I've done nothing but when I play my friends in Marvel versus Capcom. They're way too good at that shit. I don't play them. I gave up on that a long time ago. Yeah, he's not. Like, Marvel's Capcom Three was a worse with that. Yeah, two and three, it didn't matter with these kids. Like they're just that fucking good at Marvel vs. Capcom. But that's besides the point. Yeah, that that game is very easily one of the trolliest games. I feel like that should never be possible. Like that's one of the reasons why I'm on the fence about Marvel vs. Capcom. It shouldn't be possible to do that. Like yeah. So let me ask you guys: Do you Come think on. this one is going to be more towards two? Uh, the new one is it going to be more towards the quality of two or the quality of three? I think two overall because it's going to two with three's it, graphics. Yeah, it, it's going well, to have graphics that aren't even like three. It's going to be different. It's going to be yeah, more three D is... rendered, but um, like Street Fighter Five style, like ink. Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> more it really? close. To, it's more close to Street Fighter Five than it is to Marvel vs. Capcom Three because like three had like a very stylized cell shading to it. Yeah, this doesn't. Um, which is, you know, it's fine. But I wanted to ask you guys, actually, um, when you do play fighting games, what's your, what's your way of, your preferred way of playing? Like this, with the fingers on top of the controller. Oh, yeah? No. 
Oh, I was like, if that's legit what you do, then I know it's legal. I don't know how, how you could hold the controller that way. How do you do that? Do you just yeah. do this and then do yeah, that? The move and then your index fingers. It really just depends on what type of game you're playing or the character. Mm. Tekken, I definitely play like that. Like when I, except for when I play King, like when I play King, I have to okay. switch if I want to do like the grab combos. Fuck him. Just because you know yeah. to the buttons or whatever. Fuck you that little lion dude. Yeah. But I'm, <laughs> Guilty it, Gear, I can't remember Guilty Gear. I feel like Guilty Gear, you could probably get by with using your thumbs. I can't. Yeah. I just know it was Tim. <laughs> D pad was tearing my other thumb up though. <laughs> Yo, it was. Yeah. I remember we were playing. You just like I can't yeah. my thumb. <laughs> Yeah. Well, have you, I have play you Injustice. I play Injustice pretty weird. I play with the D pad and the joystick at the oh, same yeah. time. Yeah, because the D pad is easier to do sprints and to do um, yeah. uh, the basic attacks. Yeah, and then the joystick is like infinitely easier to use for combos and for special attacks and shit. So like, if I'm far away from somebody, I'm using the D pad and getting up close and using standard attacks. And then when I'm there, that's when I'll switch over to the joystick and start doing specials. That's pretty cool. So that's a very weird one for me. I didn't. I've never done that before this game. I don't really pay attention. I just kind of play. I think I mostly still stick with the D-pad, just from force of habit. But I couldn't even tell you. Like I don't even pay attention. Yeah, you just do whatever kind of happens. Whatever yeah. natural moment, I guess. I never use a stick for fighting games unless it's actually a fight stick. Okay, so that's the next question. Like, do you, yeah, do you guys have them? I have a fight stick, but I'll I'll talk about that after you guys kind of touch on on your experiences with with a fight stick or you know, controller. I've never had one, so. Did you ever play it at arcades, and did you like ever get good at arcades with a with the stick, arcade stick? Yes, and then no. So you did play at arcades, but you weren't good. I'm right with you. I was never good at using the arcade the arcade sticks when I was actually in arcades. It's like, how do you do this? I didn't. I just there was no control over the joystick part. Like the thing felt yeah. too stuck. It was very loose. Yeah. yeah. See, and that's where. And and to be honest, the arcade is kind of where I fell in love with fighting games, especially Marvel's Capcom. Because um, yeah, like, definitely I can, that. I can remember a summer. You know, when we were moving to Georgia, and I was staying with my sister and. The little church camp we were going to, like, oftentimes we went to the skate rink. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like skating. So I just. Atlanta, Georgia ass motherfucker over this here. This is in Tennessee. Shut up. I don't so, give a shit. You Atlanta. <laughs> we would go and, you know, I didn't feel like skating. So I just sat on the arcade and I'd get my yeah, stuff going. Like Busting your ass. <laughs> make them right. But that to say that I would love to have one. I just didn't want to spend $150 when I knew I wasn't necessarily trying to go to a tournament. Like, there's only, like, you want to be really good, but I don't, ne- I, I didn't, I, like, when you play your friends mostly, at this particular time, I, I didn't have my own, so I wasn't playing online. You don't need to fight stick. Like, I'm not going to lug over my fight stick just to play against my friends. I'm not going to I am. I am now. Asshole. But, <laughs> that said, if you do get a fight stick, the, the, the like, the progression of skill is you're going to decrease first. Yeah. Because you have to readjust to all the usage and the button press, but once you get the movement down, then it's it's going to be better. Because I mean, fight stick is just much better for spacing and movement, and that's really the that's really the thing. Like, uh, you can most of the time you can tell when a player, especially on tech, you can tell when a player is using a fight stick. Like certain characters do have wave dashes, mm-hmm. 
mm. like hey I, the some of the Mishima's Heiachi or Kazuya. Mm. Uh, like me, people like I actually most recently um, I just had a message on Tekken after I got done beating somebody, but he was like, "Do you use a fight stick or controller?" Controller, mm. don't worry, don't worry about this, don't worry about this. I just got calluses on my thumb. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but for Guilty Gear, ain't no offense, but you need a fight stick. I'm not, no, I'm not dealing with that. Guilty Gear? Yes. You need a fight stick. I mean, you don't need it, but it's helpful. But again, you know, I've always told people. If you don't want to be trash, if you oh, want, if you look, I don't, oh. I don't like being in the middle on a fighting game. You I have like a thing in the middle on anything. I, I don't. But. That's neither here nor there. The point is, like, for other games, like, it's not like, oh, my God, I'm playing Call of Duty. Let me go buy a gun peripheral. <laughs> I don't need that. But for guilty. I think that's the only thing, though, right? Like, the only peripheral that you would really, truly, 100% need as a gamer is a fight stick. Yeah. That's what I used to I like. mean, think about what else there is. Yeah, I always, I always had a joystick. There are certain games that are just like there are certain combos in Guilty Gear, for example, that like you can you can do it with a controller, but because like I know there's one where you have to do like a you have with like um what's his name like we so, have to do the Z's yeah the, well not just yeah. the Z's but because these can be kind of tricky on a fight stick too like movement on fight sticks are, are kind of iffy at least for me um, yeah. but like there's certain moves that like require you to do like a you know, a quarter circle attack, and then you press like a button right after that, and then you press R one right after that, and mm-hmm. because your hands are already on the controller like this, doing all that, and then R one, this muscle right here kind of gets strained. But mm-hmm. on a fight stick is literally just like you can literally exactly. slide your finger. Yeah, true. And that, well, that that's what the fight sticks are always good for is just making the combos and shit easier to to pull off. So that's, but that's what I mean is like. Name another game that you need a peripheral for outside of, like, the fucking Guitar Hero and shit before somebody says that, and I slapped him for it. But, hero. <laughs> yeah, right? <clears throat> but, like, legitimately, like, there isn't... I mean, airplane games and, you know, air fighter jet games and shit like that, you don't need a flight stick for because joysticks work just as good. Mm-hmm. Well, because you're using a joystick. It's already built in, sure, I guess. But I, I, that's the same thing, same for concept for games, fighting, though. Using a real joystick. I always uh-huh. say for again. Fighting games, I always use a, use a real joystick. Always. Mm. It, what do you mean by real joystick? As in, not the joystick handle on a controller, an actual joystick. That's that's what, what a joystick is. The flight, the flight stick for flight sim games and shit like that for fighter. Yes. Yeah. Only... So, like, if you were playing a battlefield, for instance, and you were in a in a plane, you you have to sit there and swap. You yeah, know I gotta swap it out, baby. <laughs> no, I'm talking about for fighter jet games. Yeah, sure. things like that. like an Ace I, Combat. I, yeah. That's what I said. Ace Combat, Agile War, all those. I use uh, joysticks for a lot of the racing games. I use the the, the steering wheel peripheral. Yeah, you got a wheel. Yeah. Bro, these wheels are too fucking expensive. I spent like a hundred and eighty. Oh, in this gaming thing, come on now. I mean, I got a I got a Logitech wheel right there. It's got the force feedback and everything. I just don't have the thing for it. The uh, the stand. Oh. I'm using some Need ghetto. Th- so that's crazy. Right, right. I really don't know I'm many boring. people. Do you guys? Yeah, but like Kevin will. Like, have you guys used any other type of peripherals before? 
I mean, I played some Dance Dance Revolution for a while. Back when I that told was you that doesn't count. Um, but no. And like PlayStation VR is a peripheral. That's true. Peripheral. That's, That's true. true. But you need that. That's like you can't play VR games without the VR thing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can. I'm, I'm, I'm not even. TV, can, generally, <laughs> it's just not going to oh, work. Oh yeah, I get it. It, no, it'll work. It'll just be split in two and look retarded. Oh but, really? Uh, yeah, it kind of looks weird. Because the whole thing with VR and 3D is it takes two images and then does this with it a whole bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah. For me, uh, I've used like a driving stick a long time ago, and I was terrible with it. So I was just like, you know what? I'm good. Well, most up north people can't drive anyway. Well, you're absolutely right about that. I can drive, <laughs> but a lot of people cannot. Let's just make that distinction right away. But even for the even for the just for the perspective of like you don't need them to play these types of games, right? Like with fighting games, it almost feels like it's a necessity at times. I'll only say that for certain ones. Unless you, unless you want like it, it just helps a lot. Like I said, I didn't need it for Tekken. I don't need yeah, it. Yeah, but like yeah, you're ass whooping Tekken with or without it, it's fine. I got him. I was gonna say you're an abnormal like gamer for that. Like you're actually good compared to most people who are playing Tekken. Like you're involved on the percentile. Say So fuck off. Your ass is trash. Mufasa. Ooh. You remember Mufasa got his ass thrown off a cliff, so just remember that. Well, he had a shitty ass brother. Speaking <laughs> of getting thrown off of cliffs, how do you juggle? <laughs> off the cliff. Uh, how do you juggle learning the ropes of a fighting game while not becoming frustrated by initial losses? And I think this is a question for Jamil. It's a good question for everybody because it's one of the reasons why some people stop playing fighting games. Every fighting game. So what? So what is that experience like for you then? Now you, you have some experience with that, and you say every fighting game. Let's start with you, Icarus. Shit. Yeah, but you. Uh, I don't know. I I just don't. I don't really play a ton of fighting games like that. Like I'm not like I I'll play them for a little while and then yeah no you know what all right so basically um, when I stop playing fighting games uh, when I hit the button for the online match and then hit like quick or anything like that. Um, then I go, okay, I'm gonna quit because these people are way better. It's like when when I used to get on like Tony Hawk Pro Skater and then you like back in the PS2 and shit and then you get on and you'd be sitting there and the timer would end and then like the, basically in that game like the timer would end and then the last trick you did that was it then you had to sit there and wait for that last trick to go for everybody, right? And then you'd be sitting there for 10 minutes and somebody would be fucking you know, manuals and grinds and all this shit and just be taken up forever, right? Like, when you go online on a fighting game, it's the same mm-hmm. thing. You sit there and you're like, all right, I think I'm all right at this game. And right. then you get in, you get your ass pummeled 15 times, and it's just like, all right, I enjoyed the story. That was great. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I, uh, fighting games are fun, like, in limited amounts for me. I, uh, I'll play through a story mode. I'll play with friends. Um, and then that's pretty much it, because... I don't have the time to devote to them, and they take a lot of time. Mm-hmm. If I had friends around, like my thing was in college, we played Tekken Tag um, 2, I think. 
But anyways, uh, like that game, you know, we played fighting games back in college when I had people around that were into that. But like, unless you have people around you that are into fighting games, it's really hard to get into it. Yeah. In that kind of capacity. Online gaming is that you just have too many professionals and people who are going to whoop your ass real quick. Right. Uh, just doesn't feel fun a lot of times. Um, for me, I, I'm with I'm with you guys in a lot of those ways, but kind of the inherent fighting game fan in me was just like, I just need to play some more fighting games because like you know certain games I just really really enjoy playing and I play them online and you know I'll get my ass whipped by somebody but then I'll turn around and destroy someone else. So sometimes you get this really kind of cool feeling. It's hard though because when you're trying to learn a game, one of the ways like Jamel can probably speak to this really well because he was uh, we kind of went through this with Guilty Gear for a little while. Because he was a weak ass sucker at a game. I let him. I let him speak on that. <laughs> so I mean, really, you just have to be willing to take your losses. So that's gonna come, especially when it's any game that you're picking up for the first time. Because like I said, Will was experiencing Guilty Gear, and when we first played each other, he was whooping my ass, and it was getting on my nerves. So I had to take the time, learn some stuff, so that I could be a challenge. I could give me some W's in. Now, my stamina was bad, like I said, because my thumb was hurt, but... Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Poor thumb. That's what any fight game. Tekken 6, especially, so the evolution of Bruce, you know, we played, me and my homeboys played Tekken 6 all the time, and I just, I wanted to be good with Bruce. Like, I could get a W, but I only knew certain things. I didn't know how to juggle, and it took the longest time to, like, figure out, oh, that's how you do that? And it took so that's that's one of the biggest reasons why I'm really not a fan of Bruce not being in Tekken Seven is because it was such a long journey to bring Bruce from where he was where I was with him in Tekken Six to Tekken Tag Two, mm-hmm. and and that's with a lot of the fighting games. Um, it's really you you really do have to take a moment, and it might sound stupid. Who wants to spend time on a video game? But go to the practice mode, look through the command list. <clears throat> At least understand, like, you don't even have to use everything, but just your brain needs to know that subconsciously that these are other things, you know, other attacks that you can do. Then after a while, you start seeing, like, if you get somebody close to the wall, like when you're carrying somebody, oh, if I do this particular attack, they might put them on the wall, like in Tekken Tag 2, where it has a bounce. God, Tekken Tag 2 was terrible with that. (laughs) You do the, like, you carry it for a while, and if you can splat them on the wall, now you can do a bound. Now you've increased that combo four, exponentially. Five hits more. Exactly. You could now that they're on the wall, you could you've done four or five hits more just on the combo alone. Now while you're doing that, you have time to think about okay, as soon as I finish this, is he gonna try to tag crash? If so, I can do a move that's gonna scoop the person jumping in. If not, I can, you know, you can pick and choose, okay, if I go, he might be expecting me to do a series of low attacks. So I might do one low attack and go mid or something like that. And and that's where I like the strategy and the chess and the back and forth of fighting games is because there is, especially taking if there's high, low, mid, even if I'm against some playing against somebody and they have me in a corner, mm-hmm. I still have the opportunity to anticipate what they're going to do and then turn the tide. Right. And you can't, you're not going to get to that level at all. You're not going to have, and I find that fun. I find that a rush. And you're never going to get that by just playing the occasional, oh, uh, yeah, play with your friends. Nobody really knows what's going on. Nobody's taking it to practice. 
And, and it's really kind of, it's all dependent about what you want in the game and what your surrounding cast. So we all want it to be good. Mm-hmm. You know, we all, well, we all wanted to be able to kick each other's asses. That's what it was. And we had a lot of pride within each other, within our circles. Like, no, nah, I'm going to be better than you. So right. we found out someone else has some new combo. Whoa, I haven't seen that combo before. You did a practice mode. Now we all got that. We all got to go to practice mode. That's so. And that's funny. how. That's kind of how it grew for me. Yeah, I'm with you. I used to play <laughs> with my brother uh, a lot, and he used to be like really good at using law. For example, he just went in. I would lose him like all the time, and then I just started getting good at it because uh, I just wanted to win. I wanted to beat him. Exactly. Get tired of getting your ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I guess we've already kind of talked about this a little bit, but we'll just kind of go around talking about just just say your favorite fighting game, and then we'll uh, we'll move on to the next uh, the next thing, which is in the stuff and junk section of the podcast. So yeah, favorite fighting game. I'll go Tek- with Tekken. Is there a particular one that's your favorite? Yeah, you got to give a particular one because you're way too deep into that series to not give us your favorite. I'll probably say Tekken Tag 2, to be honest. That is, is this current It's the newest one. I mean, it is it is very rewarding. Like, the sounds of the game, when you kiss somebody with a counter move, a counter hit, like, just the sounds of, like, the, that, like, it's just, it's, the, it's rewarding. I like it a lot. That's I'll my favorite. That. You can't change me. <laughs> Kev, what's your fave? I'm probably gonna go with Mortal Kombat just for nostalgia alone. Like Mortal Kombat two. Yeah. Uh or maybe three. I don't know. Uh I like three. It was complicated though. Yeah. I also really dug the last one. The last one was actually really fun. So X. Yeah. There were things I really liked about it and there were things that I I was surprised at fucking god damn it. I did really like the Mortal Kombat <clears throat> and uh Super Smash Brothers mashup that somebody made, that video. That was delightful. Do you see like P- like like Mario coming up to Pikachu and like stepping on his head and crushing his skull? It's pretty fun. I think anyway. Smash is probably my number two. Which one? Smash. Melee. Yeah. Smash is good too. Yeah, Smash. Actually, I awesome. might change my answer. I think that's probably the answer. Yeah, it has to be Smash now. I didn't want to count that. Terrible at Smash because smashes are so random. Like, I don't like, know. The Wii U version is pretty pretty hard. Like you yeah. get fucked up in that game. Yeah. yeah, but even if you're terrible, there's still always just enough randomness going on that, like, yeah, you get dodged. You can still win. Dodge go hunt. Dodge go hunt. <laughs> Definitely. I am gonna have to say Tekken Cross Street Fighter, not Street Fighter Cross Tekken. I'm talking about the one that didn't come out because I'm seeing you, motherfuckers. <laughs> you didn't make my game. I wanted that game. Yeah. I don't even care about that game anymore. I see nah, that's how much I that's don't. how much I, I I'm pissed off about that shit that I got to that point and then I still am mad. <laughs> like yeah. I fucking want that game so bad. They I need to they need to stop playing. I wanted the Tekken one. I didn't want the Street Fighter one. The Street Fighter one was alright, but no uh Marvel vs. Capcom specifically those. Yeah. Uh, Street Fighter for me is my favorite, uh, the favorite franchise. I think I have the most memories of playing four, but I like five mechanically more. So Street Fighter five is my favorite fighting game right now. Um, and I think that's 
that does it for the gaming section. Um, the next thing I want to talk about, just to kind of uh, give people an idea of you know some of the other stuff that we talk about in any given day, uh, regular stuff. Um, what's going on in our lives? Uh, this is also a section where we have dedicated for questions. So if people have questions uh, that they want to pose in chat um, pertaining to like topics, we can absolutely address some of those. Um, Somebody but, brought up DC Universe versus Marvel Mortal Kombat. I forgot about that game, and I was going to say something about it earlier, and then I completely forgot. So shout-outs to that game. I remember not liking it. I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty interesting. They needed to put more blood in it, though. That was bullshit. <laughs> and, yeah. like, actual fucking fatalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wanted to ask you guys, since we're all kind of experiencing this in one way or another... Um, talk about work, gaming, life balance. What has balancing your passions been like these past this past year? We can just go with the year, essentially. We haven't really been talking about that much on the cast. And what challenges do you face? Um, and I can I can kick off this part of the discussion um, very easily because I was supposed to have a podcast on Friday, um, Chocolate Thunder podcast, and I was falling asleep at the computer uh, before the cast started. And, you know, this entire week, I'd actually only been getting about four to four and a half hours of sleep per night. Um, That's not good. And I've been doing that for consistently for like the past three weeks. Yeah. And um, I had some drinks that day with my landlord. We were just kind of talking about what was going on in life and stuff. And I came upstairs. I was like, all right, we're going to do this podcast. And I felt myself falling asleep. I was like, let me just... Let me just take a quick nap. I set my alarm, and I didn't wake up until about 10 o'clock, and the cast was supposed to start at 8.30. And I, I woke up, like, sweating, like, visibly drenched in sweat. Because I, I think my body realized I was supposed to be up, but it couldn't get up. <laughs> like, I physically awesome. could not get up. And... You're not making the laughing better. Just a heads up. Sorry. No, I, I, you know, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. So, you know, I, I, I wanted to talk about this because this is something that I've been, I've been pushing myself really hard to the point where I literally knew I had to get up but couldn't. Um, what is, what has that been like for you guys? Like, what are some experiences that you've kind of faced with trying to balance? Like, what, what, what we're doing here is, is literally just a passion project. We're doing this because we enjoy talking about games or or creating content about games or playing and and kind of having an audience with us while we play uh, we do this because we love it not because of anything else um how do you balance it well personally and i, and I think i speak to it just because i have been on somewhat of a hiatus because of the recent move uh from twitch and youtube and and I feel like <laughs> that's always been a thing, but uh, <laughs> I'm always on a hiatus because I mean, life happens. I got a lot of stuff in life going on. Because while, as you said, this is a passion project, this is ultimately something I want to get into. But you got to have money, and you have to develop a certain skill, and you also have to have money to save up and say, okay, now I'm gonna take this jump. I'm gonna I'm gonna embark on this journey. Mm-hmm. And so right now, one of the things I've I've had to do and since moving back, and which is one of the reasons I wanted to move back, is to get uh, better acquainted with my circle of friends that are productive, as well as entrepreneurs, um, you know, and now I've also decided to invest in myself by taking graphic design lessons. So this is, this is, that's, that's me 
because this is this is my money. So now I just spend my money on it. So this mm-hmm. is something. Okay, now you're you. I have a structure to help me put my foot onto into the creative realm. Taking at it first, serious. Exactly. At first, you know, it's just it's self teaching, which is good and fine. But I found that in self teaching, just trying to teach myself things, which has worked. I haven't been as committed as been so like eh, yeah you know but now that now that i've decided to take the lessons and writing down plans writing down plans and also using um a vision board good and good. reading certain things so the book i would say has been very helpful i haven't finished it yet is um uh, making ideas happen oh you tell me about that yeah yes and it's and it's you about read? and it's pretty much I kick your ass. That's what I can. But <laughs> so one thing that, as as creatives, you know that we're very <laughs> unorganized. We could be very unorganized. If y'all can see my living room right now, <laughs> and, 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 and at times we relish we relish in being unorganized because that's that's just I gotta have everything <laughs> everywhere to. Bring to see it all, mind. yeah. Right to see it all. You you can't see the mess because it's mess, but I don't see this mess. It's all my ideas coming together, and the book is pretty much saying that while this is true, if you get yourself locked into that thinking, you're never really going to be able to put your best foot forward. It's about being able to organize the confusion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that one of the things that you know the, his the whole point is because if he pinpoints certain um very lucrative companies and successful businesses although while they are creative they have been very organized and systematic with certain approaches to to um bring their ideas to fruition and how they attack these ideas and that's really what the book is about is about helping you to develop formula formulas and a formulaic approach to your unkemptness of ideas and so that's why that's 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 a good way of putting it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah mm. my absence is because I hope to have a larger presence in the future yeah so you're kind of getting everything ready of course yeah. indeed yeah yeah I've been uh I've been kind of absent for a while I uh switched jobs a couple times uh for a while I was trying to do everything I was teaching working another job uh, writing, editing, freelancing, uh, still trying to see every friend I had, and I was sleeping like like you are, like three hours a night, and I was just miserable and realized I just couldn't I couldn't do it anymore. Like I wasn't healthy, mm-hmm. um, so I've been trying to focus and figure out a good way to budget my time. Uh, right now, I'm also working a job where I don't have anything even close to resembling a normal schedule. Uh, like I work weekends and nights mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so I'm trying to balance friends, which is why I've also been playing uh, a lot less video games and a lot more games I can play like at a table with friends. Mm. So Dungeons and Dragons, a um, whole bunch of tabletop games, uh, just because it lets me do two things at once. Because there's really nothing like actually having people in the same room as you. Yeah, no, there isn't. I've also come to realize that I'm not the type of person who does well at having like, like. 10 plus close friends and then like 15 other friends that I see all the time. I, I, I don't know. I'm at my best when I see the same four people like every week. So it's been a lot of self-realization. Um, mm. So still on the job search, looking at some other stuff and 
trying to balance them. Yeah. Yeah, I totally know what that's like, man. Um, what are you looking for for a job? In case anyone out uh, there is, is listening and uh, is interested, because, you know, Kev's been with us for a long time. He's He's got a lot of really uh, excellent skills that can be of use. So uh, I taught college classes for a while. I still do. Um, I've worked as an event coordinator, uh, currently working in retail, um, exploring some options there, but I also just got licensed to be a high school English teacher. So I'm applying for those jobs. Hmm. Do you, pref- yeah. do you think you'd prefer that over, uh, you, pre- you are an adjunct professor, right? Yeah. I went, I was, went to college just because I was hoping for a higher level of learning. Um, but right now the market is kind of stuck, uh, and there really isn't much room for advancement. So I'm teaching freshman English and getting paid next to nothing with no job security. So it was time to figure things out. Mm-hmm. I feel so. you. So high school would be fun. Um, you know, it's nice to have a steady schedule, uh, have at least a few students that are interested, um, summers off, all of that. Mm-hmm. For you. What about you, yeah. Grush? Uh, I am broke. Just got let go of my job. My car broke down five times. I didn't get my refund for like a month and a half. And uh, my unemployment checks are on fucking hold. So, you know, I'm having a great time these days. Mm. Um, no, honestly, I don't really have the same problems that everybody else does um, about like balancing all this shit. Uh, I just get lazy and don't want to fucking stream some nights. I just don't have it in me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even when I was I, working, though, like I just didn't I, I, you know, I didn't have many problems like getting on like, OK, eight o'clock. I could get on if I really wanted to, but I just didn't have the energy or just didn't have the, the you know, the thing behind it. But what I was going to say related to what Jamel was talking about earlier, um, <clears throat> I heard a quote recently or I just heard somebody talking about this recently. And it was something that I guess is appropriate for this conversation. And it's that. If you want to do something and, and, you know, what we're talking about, how this is a passion project, if you want to get into something, if you can't see yourself dedicating 10 years of your life without monetary or, or notoriety or whatever, if you could if you could sit there and say to yourself, I could do this for 10 years without any of that, then that's a passion. If you can't, then that is not something that you should be doing with your life, because at some point you're going to get tired of it. You're going to walk away from it. So. With everybody that's in here and everybody that's in our group and everybody that we know for the most part, um, it is a passion, um, but make sure it is one for you um, and whatever it is that your passion is to make sure that it is something that you're going to enjoy for a long period of time because the big thing is to um, not expect the accolades, not to expect the fame and notoriety and money and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I am doing this with literally like no money now um, and nothing to do. And, you know, I I could sit here and say like, I'm not getting paid for this and it's not working out for me in that aspect. So like that, you know, I kind of should just give up and start looking at doing something else. But honestly, um, you know, that's where your passion comes in. Um, If you honestly believe that it's not about, you know, getting through that or whatever, not, not, uh, you know, having those issues and going through those things or having those issues and going through those things, but not having a problem with it. Um, that's the big thing. Mm -hmm. So again, 10 years, if y'all don't want to do something for 10 years, then, then just don't even get into it because this is the type of thing that like, I realize gaming is something that 
you know, is, is well, streaming gaming and watching gaming is something that hasn't, you know, fully taken off yet to the the capacity it could it's getting there and mm -hmm. whether or not that ceiling means that we start declining from there i don't know um but i believe in it and i think everybody else in here believes in it too mm -hmm. but uh yeah so it's one of those things that like i haven't had an issue saying that i needed to balance any of this because in the end like i know this is for something better I mean, my thing is, is, you know, we just went through Mother's Day, right? I can bring this up because I was thinking about it the other day. My mother went through a lot of shit, right? Like only a uh, single mother um, living in a really bad neighborhood. <clears throat> my, our car got broken into like five times in one summer. That's how bad this place was. Like, it was really fucking annoying, by the way, when the window keeps fucking getting smashed in and she keeps getting taken. But uh, either way, um, you know, she worked nights. She worked you know weekends she worked all these different hours to get us out of there and get us into a better place and when i see things like that and i see people like that that worked as hard as they did to get themselves out of terrible situations i realized that i'm not in one you know and and i can sit here and say i have all these fucked up things happening but in the, the end of the day it's you know you can't do any changing if you don't want to be the one that changes right like you can't be sitting there saying to yourself i want to do this or i want to do that if you're not putting in the effort to do it. So my thought is, is you only have yourself to blame if you know, you're know you not doing this or that or whatever, if you're not doing what you want to do. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's my thing. I try, I've been trying to be better about it, um, you know, as far as managing uh, or streaming and being more consistent on things. My big issue, and, and Will knows this uh, better than anybody, is that I can't put myself in a schedule and I need to. Um, so that's my big thing uh, is, I guess, in, in the sense of, you know, managing this and, and balancing it is that uh, my big issue with that is that roughly seven, eight o'clock at night, all I want to do is watch a TV show or something, you know, and like that's the time when I feel like not necessarily that that seven o'clock or eight o'clock is the absolute like finite time when you're supposed to be getting people and you have to be on during that time. But like that's the time when I want to be on. Mm -hmm. But every time I get to seven o'clock or eight o'clock, I'm like. Eh, fuck this i just want to watch a tv show or something like that you know so mm -hmm. it does become an issue from that and the thing is too like maybe a lot of people don't realize this who don't stream or don't really hear that much from streamers about this but especially if you're gonna strive for growth um this is something that i still struggle with it's something that i still experience and i'm still i'm still i've been streaming for a while and i still feel like i'm still not really really hitting that stride like ultimately some days some nights you know i get a ton of people coming into the stream and some nights like not that many um you gave me 25 people last night i mean you know you know um but sometimes there's there's so much prep work that goes into putting up a successful stream um this comes down to ensuring that the audio was getting routed to OBS properly or whatever streaming platform you're using. Uh, ensuring that the game is updated and running properly before you even go live. Ensuring that you've updated all of your information before you even go live. Going on every social media platform that you can think of and letting people know that you're live. Going on Discord. Making sure the, you know, the, the plug section of people's Discord channels, you're putting content in there. Uh, people look at that stuff. They, they take a look. They're like, oh, I'm not doing anything. Let me go check that out. And then going to other people's channels and watching, I've, I never do this necessarily to get viewers, but I've noticed that it's been really helpful. 
And that is to go in other people's Twitch channels and actually just engage with them and talk and chat. And oftentimes the streamer will be like, hey, what have you been playing? And you can always just say, I've been playing this, that, and the third. I do my best to not say I've been streaming this and you know I'm live right now because like that's just not cool. People don't like that. Um, but I, you know, I just I just connect with people and and just kind of have a casual conversation. And then the next thing I know, somebody follows me from that chat room. I'm just like, what? That's fucking crazy. So uh, if anything, I know Will has a porn nickname. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, but. You know, it's there's a lot that goes behind every single stream. You have to figure out what you're gonna play, what can you play for a really long time. If you switch games too often, then people coming in are gonna be disoriented. They thought you were playing Marvel vs. Capcom, but now you're playing fucking Rainbow Six, and like they're very different games. So there's a lot that goes behind it. And that that's actually that's another thing that that really becomes a challenge. Is like you sit there. It, it, this actually is the best example because last night. And for pretty much every night for the last week and a half, I've said, said to myself, okay, I'm going to play Persona 5. This is going to be the moment. I'm going to play it right now. And then I get on Twitch or something, and I see, like, uh, you know, uh, Jarhead or whatever. Shout out to Jar um, or whoever playing Player Unknown or some shit. And then I'll just jump on that instead. You know, like, or I have a friend who plays Ghost Recon Wildlands, and I, he'll be like, yo, get on. And I'm just, like, sitting there, like, I really want to play Persona. But then I just end up playing something else. And the main thing behind that is that, like, I don't know how long I can sit there and play Persona 4 on stream. Mm. Not because it's a bad game. It's just it's hard to, you know, talk and do shit when you're playing an RPG like that, right? So, but it's one of those things that, like, I've been streaming so for so many, you know, whatever. I've been streaming for a while now. And, you know, you all you want to do is put the shit on stream because, like, I feel like any time that I'm playing a game and I'm not streaming or I'm not recording, that's always when the cool shit happens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I yeah. always stream everything, and that's when you just get to the point where, like, you don't want to play certain games because you're streaming and you don't feel like streaming that at that moment. That's a struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a struggle. It's something that we've, at least, I've talked about before on my own stream. Is is kind of finding that balance between like playing a game that's really fun for people to watch versus like what you might want to play and you know you'd be surprised sometimes what people will be interested in watching like i remember when i was playing fallout a lot people wanted to see me build stuff they didn't (laughs) they didn't want to see me like going out and like shooting people in the face they wanted to see me build stuff yeah (laughs) and i was just like i'm more than happy to do that i just didn't think that was a thing i didn't think people wanted to see it but yeah, you'd be right. surprised sometimes what people are, are uh interested in seeing especially if you're kind of engaging with them and you know being being you um it can be uh it can be one of those really cool things and jamail i would say for sure make sure you figure out a way for people to be able to hear the other people on the channel because sometimes i mean i'll just talk about my experience That'd be killing me. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, as a viewer, I'm just like, man, like I really wish I could hear, I, even though they're probably saying some ignorant shit. For that. I have a reason. Oh, I know, th- I know what your reason is, but you might want to try just once, just try it. Wait, just try it. You uh, might have to say this offline, but is there something that you could say related uh, to that? To tell them to shut up. <laughs> oh, with that. No, because no, my, my thing is, is like you have the Xbox, right? Your your main focus is the Xbox. The Xbox chat is on the computer, so like if you have OBS open and shit, like it's already there. Well, no, when I it, it really depends. So when you do, 
when you do through OBS, it's not that I don't know how to. My reason is that I choose not to. Sometimes I do when I stream. Well, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, depending on what we're playing. But a lot of times, like I said, we've been playing with each other. We've been playing games with each other for over a decade. So at this point, there are people in the party that aren't even playing the same game we are. And we're just talking shit to each other. Yep. And I'm Still talking about talking though, shit man. to the point where like, I, sometimes I really hate y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, I've been getting into some shit with some people that I play 2K with, though. So I think it's better to have them talking than not, though. You know what I mean? Like, when you're sitting there and you're just, like, staring at the screen and then all of a sudden you're like, right, I know what you mean. I know, I know, I know, right? Oh, man, yeah, I know, for real. You're just like, bro, this is a one-sided conversation. Like, (laughs) you're no less annoying than the dude on the train sitting there talking on the fucking phone. Like, you're just a one-sided conversation. It gets fucking annoying. Oh, that sounds like somebody who likes to be nosy. I don't need to know what they talk no, about. It, no, but no, that's the thing, right? You could, like, do that in privacy. Like, that's, no, no, believe me, I ain't nosy. I don't want to hear it at all. But if I'm going to hear it, I don't want to hear one side. Because, like, that's boring. Like, I, that's fucking annoying when you hear this one person yapping, like, your voice be getting hella annoying. No, I'm just kidding. Jeez, um, <laughs> savage. But no, I do like that Xbox does um, that thing now uh, with the new update where, like, you can see on the top corner of your screen the people talking. Yeah, I thought that was was pretty cool. Like, that's that's interesting to me, that little development that they had. It's cool, but I don't really think it was something that was necessary. Like, because after, because, like, it's been (laughs) a whole week and, like, everybody that turns it on that I know, like, man, I'm turning this shit off. I'm tired of it already. I don't don't need to see that talking. Like, do you see it, too? Yeah. Yeah, uh... No, you you turn it on yourself. So when you turn it on, it just shows whenever someone's breathing, whatever, whatever they're doing. (laughs) Whatever they're breathing. It's good for... It's good to know, like, when to kick someone out of the party sometimes, like, if there's some noise. But, I mean, you could always do that by just opening up the party chat anyway. You see the light around the circle. So, I mean, it's it's, it's not... It's more for convenience, but then also for, like, streaming, though, right? Like, streaming, you're going, oh, that person's talking or this person's talking. That's mainly what it's used for. It's not so that you guys can feel like you need to boot people faster. <laughs> it's just mainly it's for, like, streaming and shit. Right. I feel you. that's a good application of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that that was the main thing. That's why I was. That's why it's such a like you know hit hit you so hard over the head with this shit because it's like oh my god, bro, <laughs> you're one sided. They've made it infinitely easier for you to have this shit. As I thought it was just that you didn't know or that you had no idea about the chat thing on on the uh, computer. Nah, but, like legit. That's all I thought it was originally. Nah, he knows how to do it. He knows. He just. He just, he's lazy, and he, you know, he doesn't want people to hear that foolishness. I cannot censor my friends. He can't censor his friends. That's what it is. You don't need to censor his friends. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, the some of them. Part is when you have some silly shit happening, though, right? Like, when you're with some goofy-ass motherfuckers, and they're saying some shit, like, it's fun to be part of the boys, right? So, like, that's that's the big thing, is if you got a friend, if you got a group of friends, like, that's how you get more people to watch. You just, they want to be included, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but my stick is not to be the heel, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't need to be the butt of the That's not, nobody goes, I'm not trying to have people come to Dream Manifest and Trish where they can see his friend talk shit. That's not what we do. <laughs> that's <laughs> fun, though. That, that's I don't want to. <laughs> I want to come. <laughs> he said he's not lying. Yeah, so what we're going to do, uh, we're, let's, we can definitely continue this. I'm going to let people know that I have a few more codes for Lawbreakers 
the Lawbreakers beta, and I want to uh, do you guys the honor of giving you a code. So I'm actually going to open up the giveaway for that right now. Uh, I'm going to put the game code in there. All you're going to have to do is type in exclamation point Lawbreakers in order to obtain it. Uh, it's going to run for 15 minutes. Um, let's start it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, you know, I, I feel like we've kind of dropped into this idea of uh, offering advice and, you know, ways to help us improve our streams. Actually, uh, want people in stream to give us feedback as well. Like, not only just this stream right now, but streams in general, especially if you've uh, you've seen everybody's streams before. I'm actually going to give a link once again. Uh, cast. Yeah, there we go. Um, where people can go, they can check everybody's uh, streams out. And please, everybody, go follow these these three lovely gentlemen that we have on the podcast. Um, what are things that you guys like to experience in streams and, and like to see and things that you look out for and, or things that you might have seen in our streams that you wish we could be doing a little bit differently? I'm always looking for ways to improve the quality of my streams. And I think uh, these guys are always looking for that as well. So feel free to leave that feedback but um we talked about schedules for example we talked about like how kind of important a schedule is um not for any other reason other than just making it easy for people to get to your stuff um if they know for sure that you know you're going to be streaming at around eight o'clock during these certain days and it's like super easy for them to just jump in and start you know talking that good shit get Um, that loyalty though get the get the loyalty behind it like consistency is key mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm um communication you were talking about that earlier communication right so going on all the other platforms (laughs) and just like talking to people no (laughs) someone asks is is he he frozen or just really good at staring contests (laughs) no he's good (laughs) that was pretty good um we do have some questions that are in the chat though um that i think i wrote down (laughs) and then i i totally fucked up and Deleted by accident. One of the questions was pertaining to um, VR. And we've talked about VR a bunch of times. Um, I think both Icarus and K, the 1KK, sorry, KKosaurus, um, I think both of you guys have PlayStation VR. Yes. Yep. So now that the honeymoon phase has kind of settled down, um, what do you think about the platform? And what do you think um, it needs to do to further improve or succeed or et cetera, et cetera. Um, I mean, I, I think it's exactly what I said uh, before I got it and why I was hesitant to get it is there's a lot of potential there. Like, it's a great system. Uh, there's still just no games. Like, most things that come out are still just, like, experiences no because it costs a lot more money and takes a lot more time to make a VR game. So they aren't making full games. Um, there just need to be more games. Yeah. Do you think there is going to be a definitive future uh, in VR? I know that I've heard both sides. Uh, I know that right now the there isn't that much in development. So, like, there's still not that much being talked about, which makes me think no. I think that it's just a gimmick again, mm. despite uh, everybody saying this time it wasn't going to just be a gimmick. I, I think uh, I think people are starting to move towards AR, and I think that that is probably where, what we're going to see. Mm. I hate augmented reality. That's the stupidest fucking thing in the world. Why do you hate it? Reality. 
Because I'll just get some fucking action figures if I really want to play some shit out like that. Like, I, I'm sorry, but I don't care about what's behind me when I'm playing a game. Like, fuck that nonsense. Augmented reality is dumb. But how do you feel about augmented reality outside of gaming? I, I don't know any other applications other than, like, fucking Pokemon Go. Well, I mean, how many times have you watched a sci-fi movie in, in the the war room or the strategy room or anything else have you whether it be even in a store you have these screens where you're touching like shit iron man um i want that avatar okay sure 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 like that they are all right sure that that would be i don't know i guess interesting but like i don't know to, yeah sure whatever <laughs> <laughs> to to go back to what Kev was saying, he's he's a hundred percent right about the VR shit. Um, it's I think it's novelty, to be honest. Um, and to answer your question related to what it's going to be about these days, I think it's gonna honestly turn into just the experience machine. Like, and and to be honest, it's cool, um, but only for so long. So like the Batman game was pretty cool. But it was like three hours long, right? Um, there's shit like that. That's that's kind of cool. I don't know. The thing is, is that like with PSVR, for instance, the resolution isn't great. Um, the quality of the games have been. Duh. Well, I have the uh, that roller coaster. There's been a couple of like standout stuff. The Batman thing. Uh-huh. The. Yeah. Uh, Until Dawn roller coaster thing. Yeah, yeah, that one's cool. I heard that was amazing. That um, was pretty. Um and uh, what is the one that I played? I can't remember it now. London Heist. Totally frozen. No, that one is good. But uh, yeah, that's it's okay. But... Was it Res? Oh, uh, Res. Wait, what? Yeah, oh, Res. Um, also, yeah, that, was, that uh, was phenomenal. But it took like two hours. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, the problem. Was... Uh, this stuff, but they're all like little bite-sized stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like to get like uh, I I expect you to die or something like that. Something something along that. Let name. it die. No, no, no! I expect you to die, or something like that. It's like a spy. You're like a, a spy or something, and then there's all these things getting thrown at you to kill you. Like you have to react real fast to do things. It's weird. It's cool I though. Would, I wouldn't care that all the games are only three hours if they weren't still like fifty dollars. Yeah, and that that's a gift and a curse, right? I guess. But um, did either of you play yeah. Resident Evil Seven on VR? Yeah, Resident Resident Evil Seven is on VR. I never played it, but I saw that there. Um, there's a few games. The other thing um, that people aren't taking into account is there's a lot of issues with the motion sickness and that shit. So, like, even if you do like it, like, I played, uh, you know, Eve, and I'm trying to think about the other one I played. I don't the know, Star Wars Eve. thing? Uh, yes, yes. The Star Wars thing is where it started for me, actually. I played the Star Wars Battlefront, um, whatever, the the X-Wing VR mission, and I felt sick as fuck after playing that. And same thing happened with Eve. Eve is even worse, because, like, Eve did a really good job with its sound mechanics, so, like, you know, you have the headphones on like this, right? And you're just, like, completely immersed in the thing. Well, when you're shooting, like, you're seeing all the lights from the guns going off on the side. But then also, like, you're hearing it booming in your fucking ears just like you would be in the ship. So mm-hmm. it uh, really fucks with you. <laughs> the whole thing fucked with me, dude. I I like the, the VR concept, but, like, more towards 
the simpler shit because it's less demanding on my mind to fucking understand. Right. Um, I actually got the. I, I need to play the the Psychonauts VR game. I have it and I never played it. Oh, that sounds. I good. started it. It's it's fun. Is it? Is it? Yeah, like it's cool. First game or is it just a novelty VR version of? I didn't get that far into it. Um, it seems a lot like the first game. Just it's like an adventure game, like a point and click. Yeah, right. I do like that though. They have uh, other game. I don't. I don't remember the name of it, but I do remember playing it on the VR. There was one that's like a platformer, and that that is kind of cool. Like having that, because like the view that you were in was like this view of like almost like God. You're mm-hmm. looking down on this platform, like this you know animal creature thing doing a platform, and uh, so yeah, that that I thought that was a pretty interesting concept platforming on VR, but yeah, that's. Blackhound has mentioned something kind of interesting about it too that I never even thought about, which was you know the thing that bothers me about these AAA games in VR, the cutscenes that are just straight up take you into a black box with a screen display. Yep, that kind of yeah, sucks. It would be cool to like in the in you know the cutscenes to just look around and like look. Around. I mean, obviously the artists have to build the assets for that, but like yeah, but like they made an entire movie like that. I don't remember what the name of that thing was, but the first person shooter movie or whatever. There was like a VR version of that. Oh, really? I think I remember uh, there's about the movie. something. Yeah, there's definitely a movie in VR. I know that for a fact. I just don't remember what the, it's an action movie. I just don't know the name of it. But. I feel like the big thing PlayStation VR specifically needs to do in order to um, capitalize on the market. There's two things, and I'm you know I'm probably not alone in thinking this. One, they need to make it compatible with PC. They just need to have an adapter that lets you use it on PC because like obviously the market is for PlayStation. Duh. There's a bunch of people who don't play on PlayStation who like the idea of a less expensive VR option, even if it's not going to be as you know high resolution as the Oculus or the the Vive. They still want it, so they should do that. I think. Two, uh, they're going to have to figure out that porn shit. They're going to have to figure that out because there is a huge market for porn. <laughs> I. I checked out uh, what lootgamer.com just to see, you know, checking it out, seeing what it was For like. Sure. And research. Uh, research, exactly. Research, yeah. See, see? And like, it <laughs> it took you to like, there's like a whole section, there's a whole fucking website that's all about, you know, not even just VR porn, like VR game porn, if that makes sense. And it's game just like. Porn. Like, like 3D rendered porn that's just all. So just VR. like looking down and you're smashing. Basically, but like you can like there's all this other interactive stuff that you can do, so you can like click, press a button to like have them do these other different things. It's like I know Sony probably doesn't want to attach themselves to something like that, but leisure suit Larry. But if they really <laughs> want to penetrate this market in a way that goes outside of these little you know gimmicks, you know two hour experiences, you know I haven't really been seeing them aside from Resident Evil Seven. And maybe a few other titles. I haven't really been seeing them really going hard at any one thing. If they offer that to people at a reasonable price, like what they're doing with the VR, at least in essence, man, listen. <laughs> listen. I mean, it just comes back to the resolution, though. Because, like, that was the biggest issue with me was the ga- it feels like it's taking you out of the experience more mm. with the, the lower quality of resolution. Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunately the issue with a cheaper model is that you're not getting that same quality. Honestly, for the PC, the Oculus I think is only like a hundred dollars more than the VR, the PSVR. 
Really? Uh, I thought it was two. Might be two. And now that I was just about to say, or it might be two. But, um, you know, it's not that much more expensive. And honestly, I think that the Oculus and the HTC are just miles ahead of it. Look, it's a good product. It's a fun novelty. But yeah, unless you're like super into fucking Eve or super into uh, Battle Tanks or whatever the fuck that game was called, then there's really not much to play. Well, I, got I mean, I still use it in theater mode a lot too. Um, like I, uh, I got it partially because I live with roommates who occasionally hang out in the living room and this lets me play a game while they're on the TV. So I still use that. Um, okay. I also still have a problem where if I play for too long, it just gives me a headache. Yeah. Like, that's uh, yeah, yeah, that's a hundred percent the issue. And I don't even know. I don't even think that's the VR so much as just the helmet. And I think that that's any VR helmet. Like, it might be the helmet, but honestly, I heard that resolution makes the difference. But like for your eyes, for your mind, like all of it, like it's that that lower quality to it than a normal standard VR uh, yeah. nowadays is is disorienting. It really is. Mm. And yeah, uh, Blackhound actually said uh, you guys are aware of the dick controller, right? <laughs> there's a there's a controller apparently that uh, or maybe it's just a peripheral. I I know about this. Say actually. the pun. This... Say the pun though. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I I actually I didn't even re- I didn't really do these puns on purpose. Penetrate the market, going hard. I didn't do that on purpose, but now that it's there and I said it, I feel like a genius. <laughs> but. Um... Yeah, that's like also a thing. Like, there's like peripherals you can attach for like VR porn that just simulates whatever's going on in the porn. That's pretty dope. But like, <laughs> why? But like, right. why? And I hate to cut the short guys, but I gotta get going. I'll uh, catch you later. Yeah, absolutely, no problem. We're actually gonna go to our. Um, we're gonna bring the stream to a close, actually. Um, so what we'll do? I will hang out then. Okay, so that way I don't have to readjust anything. Um, everyone, thank you so much for being here, for being a part of this cast. I'm going to leave their information again so that you can follow them on social media, on Twitch, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, is there anything else you guys want to say before we bring it to a close? No, nah, we good. We Chase good. your dreams, motherfuckers. Chase your dreams. That is not a command. <laughs> Um, we are Damn. going to continue the action a little bit later. I have to go run some errands. I got to go do some grocery shopping. I got to shower, maybe work out a little bit. Uh, we're going to return to the action um, the with some, no, with uh, probably some lawbreakers, and then we'll do some other things as well. So uh, keep it locked here later. I uh, appreciate you guys being here, and we'll catch you on the next podcast.